0: So the last speaker in this session is uh, CERN, and um, he's going to talk to us about the need for EU-recognized green gas certificates. And working as a regulator, I uh, actually, I didn't know so much about the green gas certification. Um, could be also that we don't uh, actually uh, regulate so much the downstream market uh, of gas in Norway yet, or it could be that uh, the Norwegian gas is not very green, CERN. So, uh, we're looking forward to hearing your presentation. Well, thank you very much, Birgitte. Um, certainly, your, your gas is not green, it's fossil. It comes from the North Sea, but it's still the cleanest fossil, so I think it's a good, bridge solution. Um, I'm very glad to be invited here. and happy to see so many of you still pros- present, though we must be, a, must be a bit hungry now. Also, glad to see we have academics, we have institution companies, but I still think we lack one group which might be invited next year, and that's the consumers. And what I'm speaking about here is something that we see the consumers requesting in our region, and that is to get green energy, because that is uh, simply basic. If you ask Lego, if you ask Apple, and many other companies, the energy they want and want to deliver their products onto the consumers, it has to be green. Um, To tell a little about me and my company i come from a company who has a lot of uh, different assignments Uh, we are the electric city tso in denmark so we have all the big cables i'm sitting in the gas tso so i have all the big gas pipelines we also have the gas storages we also do a lot of public service obligation payments so actually when Christoph uh, spoke of uh, these auctions uh half of our budget is used for those auctions, because it's uh, pretty expensive auctions. Uh, Last time we only paid double market price, the time before we paid triple market price for windmills green. Then we are state-owned, we are non-profit. I'm still so lucky I have a bonus scheme, but instead of being focused on bonus, it's focused on achieving renewable uh, targets, achieving uh, market efficiency and security of supply. We are state-owned, so uh, of course policies interfere in what we do, but we still have an independent board, so we also have some freedom. And then what I want to speak about today is just a small part of it, and that is that we are actually the electricity certificate body on both electricity and, and gas in Denmark. So we uh, take care of the certificates market in Denmark for what uh, you call the green certificate market, and that's actually also what I call it. uh, So that's nice to see. Um, If you look at Denmark, you could say that uh, electricity is a winner. Winner, that's what you have on the blue graph. You can see increase, increase, increase. And you can see the bottom, a black-blue part is windmill. And the reason Denmark is betting on electricity is, of course, there's a clear vision all electricity can become green in 2050. If you look at the gas system, we have the challenge that we're not using Norwegian fossil gas, but we're using Danish fossil gas, but it's still fossil. And if uh, gas industry wants to be a part of the future in Denmark in 2050, gas has to be a renewable, or else we're not part of the solution. I have the transmission system. I would like gas to be part of the system. So that's why I'm here today. Um, so, maximizing green transition is of course a, a big challenge for gas. Uh, and what we focus is that today we have, you could say, a CH4 methane gas system. What we say is we can get biogas into it, we can get gasification from woods. If we go to Sweden, for example, they say wood waste standalone could give 5 BCM a year. That's equal to the total gas consumption in Denmark and Sweden. So just from wood waste in Sweden, there's a huge potential there. Similar in Norway, I guess, by the way. (laughs) Um, If we go for electricity, where we have a lot of windmills, we also have a lot of waste, CO2, from actually biogas, because when we produce biocase, it's two-thirds methane and one-third CO2. So if we can use that CO2 together with hydrogen produced from water and windmill electricity, what do we have? Methane. So this this may be our part in Denmark to to the allegation. Uh, Maybe we could also add some pure hydrogen. Uh, So far we can see maybe in many applications we can add up to 30%, but for example for cars, it seems like we cannot add it. So it's, it's a joker, I would say. Uh, But just to say, there are some, sorry, I got to the end here. (laughs) I have a massive slide attack for you. Um, This is my basic figure. What I say is when we have to do value maximization, of course, first thing we have to do is to um, give grid access. If you produce biogas and you cannot get on the grid, either you just have to burn it and the farm or don't make it. So getting grid access is, of course, basic. Next thing is to get access to the market. Uh, many of the green gas producers, maybe they only have a district heating company as a purchaser. And if there's only one purchaser, the price is not good. So getting into the gas market, being able to actually getting the gas market prices is also very beneficial. So so this is, you could say, classic. And this applies to any gas producer, whether a Norwegian fossil producer or a biogas producer. <laughs> um, What I would like to add is a commodity market more because when you produce biogas, you're not just making one commodity, you're making two commodities. The one commodity is the gas and the other commodity is the certificate. So if I'm for example Apple who've just located a big energy consuming data center in Denmark, I want green energy. So what does Apple say? Well, we would like the gas or the electricity but we would like an equal amount of certificates so we can have green energy uh, for the services we provide. That's part of our CSR policy. Um, So what we need to make is a a certificate market that functions and the more volume we can get out of it, uh, the more green gas producers we can get. Uh, And that's what I would like good to go into. So giving grid access, giving energy market access, adding that each molecule produced is not just energy it's also a certificate so you have two commodities that's what this is all about Uh, i think we all know how to maximize the ordinary gas market and demand and supply so i will skip that part Uh, issuance of green gas certificates i also have a lot of complex figures but basically we have a central body where we uh do register all biogas produced and then when it's consumed and the certificate is given to the producer and he can then sell it. Then there's a long code with year and who have given it the producer, what is it produced of it, is it ecological, whatever. L- lots of stuff. Uh, and then there's of course a volume chain where you have the biogas producer at the far right side, then it's traded, so it's traded once again and then at the end when it's either consumed in Denmark or traded to another country country, it's cancelled. And then you can say then the commodity is consumed. Uh, so that's basically how it uh, functions. Um, and this is good. As I mentioned. industries can use this for uh, for quota requirements, recognition and CSR purposes. Private consumers can also buy that if they want uh, green goals. Uh, but if I for example have a gas car in Denmark, I cannot use this certificate to buy green gas for my car. Actually, if I go to the vendors and I want to live up to the EU uh, transport requirements to uh, green energy, which is currently around 3%, green gas certificates are not recognized. What is the seller doing? He's actually buying green diesel to... (laughs) to, to, to uh, border for this. And I think this is a lack in EU legislation. I think it's embarrassing because it's been like this for years. I think we have to do something about it. Um, n- yes, then if I go to the next one here. Uh, the next thing is that we need to make this something we can trade uh, on the market uh, uh, efficiently and with the transparent <coughs> prices. Because as Liliana explained, you need a hub in the middle. And if we have, like, this is the volume of the certificate for the buyer, maybe Apple, but the producer don't know what is the volume of the certificate because he's not going all the way. He's selling to me maybe Ian or Dong or somebody else. So we need a transparent market so the producer doesn't sell his commodity at this price, but he can see, okay, market price is this, or it's this, or it's this, or it's this. So we need liquid markets. And for that... We need just not just Danish markets or Swedish markets. We need a liquid European market. Uh, so that's a wish. So basically, trying to do this fa- fast, my key messages here are making gas part of the green energy future is converting gas from fossil to green. I think it's a good message to you, Brigitte, and also to oil <laughs> okay, because like it that. means gas can totally be part of the that. solution. If we could not turn gas green, then we should just do with gas, like with coal, as fast as possible. But actually, we have a very clean fossil fuel now, which is cleaner than many of the alternatives, and we can replace it with something green over time. So there's a perspective here. Second point, converting gas from fossil to green in a market-based way, means we have to make a market for this. Because if you cannot, bring it to the market, you cannot get the full volume. What's the incentive to produce it? So we need a well-functioning market. And I think this is very comparable to what Liliana told about the white market, that (coughs) before it's established, you lack volume, especially on the producing side. Um, And what are the two things I would like to happen in EU to get this? I have two wishes to make the equation work. One is recognizing the green volume, for example, in EU transportation and other places, that when nations and EU has a target, of course, green gas certificates should be recognized in uh, going for that target. And the second thing, I would like to have a European platform so that just like I can get my gas at a Northwest European market price, that's the same in Denmark, Netherlands, uh, Italy, wherever. Uh, in at least in Northwest Europe and now also Italy, uh, I would also like to have that for certificates. Thank you very much.